right, yeah. All right, well, good to see everyone here today. Hope you're glad to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. If I miss a time being in the house of the Lord, my week just doesn't go right. Amen. I love God's house. I love God's people. I, I don't remember last time I met one of God's people I didn't love. At first sight. Amen. I just... Uh, I love Christians. I love being around Christians. Uh, are Christians perfect? Well, I think we can all answer that, right? Uh, but we're saved. And uh, we've got a different mindset than uh, the world has. and We don't think like the world. We don't act like the world. Uh, we, we've got different goals. And we've got different... Uh, uh, well, we've just got a different leader, don't we? Amen? And he never leads us the wrong way. Uh, we've been talking about grace, and I don't think there's a finer subject, because uh, grace is the gasoline in our engine that keeps us going. We roll, run low on grace as a Christian. Uh, we just don't feel like doing anything. Amen? So we need to learn to look for things that hinder us from having as much grace and watch out for that. And we need to look for things that uh, build more grace. And church is one thing that builds grace. You, you just feel different after you've been to church and when you leave than when you come in. Amen. Why? You get, you get a fill up. Amen. Of grace. And uh, what, according to the grace that you have, that's what, uh, that's how your Christian life's going to go. Uh, don't, don't be too hard on yourself if you've had struggles in the past and you've, you've had things in your life that you struggled with and, and that you're not proud of. Um, it, it, we are nothing without the grace of God. We're just nothing. So if we want to have more grace, we need to look at things that hinder our grace, at first having as much grace as we need, and we need to look for things that builds more grace in our life. Amen? And what builds more grace is just having more building of grace than hindering of grace. Amen? So, why Christians lack grace? Uh, that's kind of the negative side. Uh, but uh, there are things that hinder us from having grace from day to day, from week to week, from month to month, throughout our life. We're not like this. Have you noticed life's not like that? Life is like this. Is it like that for you? It is for me. I, I'm, I'm glad you're agreeing because I didn't want to be the only one there. Uh, but life has its ups and downs, and there's things that uh, some some days I I want to crawl back in bed and stay all day, and and other days I want to charge hell with a squirt gun. Amen. And uh, I it just depends on how I allow. God's grace to work in my life. And we ought to be building God's grace in our life and in one another's life. Amen. We ought to be encouraging each other and always uh, having grace. Well, if we learn uh, why Christians lack grace, uh, then we can get those out of the way and we'll have more grace just by the process of elimination. Amen. This by getting rid of things in our life uh, that hinder grace, hinders from growing in grace. Uh, I'm talking to you tonight about uh, one thing hinders grace is no vertical grace. What I mean by vertical grace? That means that realizing we get more grace from God when we show more grace to others. No, no man's an island. 
we live to keep God's grace uh, up in our life, and we also live to send out vertical grace. Uh, every person that meets you as a Christian, especially if they're another Christian, they ought to have more grace when they leave than whenever you came up. Now, if you're a, a Christian that walks by God's grace, lives by grace, uh, you won't be slandering, you won't be talking negative talk, and you won't be uh, uh, dragged down by the world. And uh, that person you talk to will be up and be filled up with more grace when they leave. Amen? Wouldn't that be a wonderful way to live? To just lift everybody up in God's grace that you meet every day. Uh, now, of course, they don't know the Lord. They, they don't get much grace at all. God's trying to reach them with His grace, but uh, they're still, they don't, their receptors aren't ready yet. Amen? So, uh, no vertical grace. That means that we don't have any grace going out vertically to others. The more you give, the more you get. Amen? The more you help others get more grace. That's why gossip's such, such a terrible thing. Why? Well, most time when people gossip, it's something negative. Amen? Now, don't you feel great when you've just, someone's got a hold of your ear and just filled it all full of all kinds of garbage that's unnecessary, that's unfruitful, that's, that uh, doesn't uh, solve any problems, that doesn't build anybody up, amen? Uh, but how much different do you feel whenever you run across somebody that says, praise the Lord. Let me tell you what the Lord did. Let me tell you how good the Lord is. Uh, let me tell you what I read in the Bible today. Uh, that's vertical grace. Your grace is supposed to go out to others. We're sowing so we can reap. Amen? The more we sow grace, the more grace we'll reap. Uh, and the more that uh, we just need to be genuine, born-again Christians that are growing in grace. You ever come to a place where you're not growing anymore? I'm supposed to. You're supposed to grow in grace your whole life. Been saved since I was 15 years old, and I'm 60 something now. Uh, no, it's 70 in it. I'm 70 something. Uh, 76. I knew that, Jeremy. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> but you know what? I've, I'm still growing. Amen? Am I ashamed of that? Uh, no, you never get full grown in grace till we get to heaven. You never get all the grace you need till you get to heaven. And then we'll have all the grace that Jesus has. Amen? But we, there ought to be more vertical grace going out to others from us. Let me tell you how rich your life is. Is how rich your life makes other people's life. In the grace of God. Amen? The more that uh, you stand and talk to someone for five minutes and they, you leave and they feel like, uh, boy, I want to do more for the Lord. Boy, I, I want to read my Bible more. I want to pray more. Uh, I, I, I want to do more for the Lord. I want to give more to the church. Uh, that's lifting people up. Uh, by the grace of God. So we get more grace uh, from God when we show more grace to others and uh, learn to appreciate the grace of God more. Uh, Exodus 34, 6 and verse 7 describes uh, the, uh, uh, our merciful God uh, and how he wants to build up more grace in us. Uh, and uh, let's see, Exodus 34. And verses 6 and 7. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, 
the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Boy, are any of those we can afford to leave out of our life? Uh, that's describing the Lord. He proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious. He has grace, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy. Why do you keep mercy? For thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children uh, uh, unto the third and fourth generations. Takes a while to get that iniquity out, doesn't it? Uh, but who's doing this? A gracious God. Our gracious God is always working to accomplish these things uh, in our life. Uh, and he's a good God. And the uh, reason he works on our, our, our transgressions and, and keeps us cleaned up uh, is because he can use us more. And he does this by his grace. We have grace. Uh, when we're walking in grace, we have grace on our children and our grandchildren. Uh, and when we repent and teach them to repent, uh, it takes away the hindrances of grace in our life. You know, we all do wrong. We all sin. When's the last time you admitted it to the Lord? Lord, that was a sin. Lord, that was a big one. I'm ashamed. Uh, I, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Father, forgive me. I don't want that to hinder your grace from being in my life. And I don't want it to hinder my testimony for the Lord. Uh, so we have the ability to love and forgive others. Uh, and it comes from God, uh, from God's grace. <clears throat> Beloved, I see, First John 4, 7, and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. You know, that's a command, isn't it? Amen. I, I can say I love you. And you ought to say you love me. Amen. And we'll try to say I, I love a pastor. Amen. Uh, but we ought to, I don't know if these are a person to love. If you don't love your pastor, I, there's something wrong with you. Amen. Uh, that's because I raised him so good. No. <laughs> Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. What's it, what does that mean, of God? It comes from God. That's where we're going to get it. We're going to get it from God. Spend more time with God, you'll have more love. Spend less time with God, and you'll be pretty contrary. Amen. Spend more time with God and you'll get along better with your husband or wife. Spend less time with God and, and uh, you'll be cantankerous and you'll always be bickering and fussing. Why? That's our natural nature. Don't be too hard on yourself. That's just the sinful nature that lives in us. But what's the answer? God's the answer. What, what does God have to do? Well, let's read on. It says, For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. We need that love. And where does it come from? How does God give us this love we need? By the grace of God. That's how it comes. Uh, God is gracious, and He gives us uh, what we need, even though we don't deserve it. We'll never be anything greater or higher for the Lord than our grace level. We, how can you tell where your grace level is? Where are you struggling? How, how, how often during the week do you skip your prayer time or your Bible time? But what's that important? That, that's filling you up with grace. Amen. Uh, grace comes from the Word of God. Grace comes from a, a walk with God. You can't spend time with God and not affect you. Amen? 
just going to affect you. It's going, how's it going to affect you? It's going to give you more grace, more desire, more power to do the will of God. You say, I, I want to be a good Christian. I just struggle. I just have a hard time. You need more grace. That's what grace is. It's God who worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That's the definition of grace. That's what God wants to do. To give you the will and the power to do of his good pleasure. You'll never be uh, in worse shape by, uh, by having more grace. You'll never love the Lord more unless you get a little more grace. What, we all know what our weaknesses are, don't we? We know what our shortcomings are. Uh, instead of just praying, Lord, uh, take care of this, make me this. Lord, give me grace to not be so cantankerous. Give me grace to love other people better with sincere love. God, give me grace to witness more. Okay. I don't want you to raise your hand. But when's the last time you've witnessed to someone? When's the last time that you even handed them a track? I remember when I was a teenager, we'd go out and we'd take turns passing out tracks. And I was nervous. And uh, I had a little older teenager with me. And uh, I uh, walked up to somebody and I said, hey, read this. And after we walked off, the other teenager said, wow. Said, I think if I was him, I'd be afraid not to read it, you know. It's like I was commanding him, read this. It's good for you, you know. But I was nervous and trying to make myself feel like I was, had authority, I guess, or something. But we're representing the Lord, amen. Uh, what's important about reading the Bible? This Bible's full of grace. What's important about, what's wrong with, with not reading the Bible? You're missing out on grace. You're running low on grace. Don't, don't be too hard on people. What's the matter with that fella? He's so ornery. He's so mean. What's the matter with him? He's just running low on grace. That's all. That's all. He's not really an ornery person. He's running a little bit low on grace. And the trials of life will drain your grace. And you need more grace. Amen? Someone uh, loses a loved one. Um, that can make you stronger or it can make you weaker. You, you need to always be growing in grace and getting more and more grace. Um, so... Ignorance of God's will uh, is one thing that causes us uh, to not have enough grace. Uh, <clears throat> we got grace when we were saved and we're to be gracious to others who don't desire to draw closer to Jesus. They, they don't know the Lord. When they need to see something in you where Jesus has made a difference by grace. You know, people, because you're a Christian doesn't mean people have to hate you. Did you know that? You know the most well-liked people in the world ought to be Christians? But I found out some of the most honorary people in the world are Christians. What's wrong with them? Don't blame them. They haven't heard about grace. They don't understand how important grace is. And life can beat you down pretty quickly if you don't depend on the grace of God. Now, try this. The next time you get up in one of those moods, how many have ever had one of those moods? Come on, let's see how many honest people we have. How many have them all day long? <laughs> I've had those days, you know. Uh, what do you do about that? 
Will you read your Bible? You can get grace from that. You can praise the Lord. You can get grace from that. You can pray. You can, you can pray. What are you going to pray? Well, first thing you ought to pray, Lord, give me more grace. I can't do anything without your grace. I just can't. I'm helpless. I'm hopeless. Uh, I can't even have a better attitude. I can't have, I, I can't get rid of the grumbles. You know what? It's bad when a Christian has a testimony of being a grumbler and always down in the dumps. But it's worse whenever they always get everybody else down in the dumps. You ever met somebody that you were feeling pretty good and you met them and you walked away saying, wow, I'm glad that's over. <laughs> you feel so low just talking to somebody. Christian have to be like, what, what does a Christian need that is a grumbler and can't see any good in anything and always fussing about everything and everyone? What do they need? More grace. Amen? Say it with me. They need more grace. Say it loud. They need more grace. Now you may think this is silly, but I'm telling you what you need tonight. Now I'm telling you exactly what uh, is, most Christians are running low on on a continual basis is the grace of God working in their life. Now when you pray uh, and you trust the Lord, you can have it. But uh, there's there, there, if, if we can just get rid of the things that are negative in our life and work against grace, we can have more grace. Does that make sense? Amen? Rattle your head. Yeah. So, uh, ignorance of God's Word. Uh, well, the more we read God's Word, the more grace we get, the more we see we need God's grace, the more gracious we are to others, uh, to, because they need grace. When you're gracious, you're giving out grace. Amen? And people all look forward. When they see you, they'll look forward because they know uh, when they walk away, they're going to feel better than they did before because you were handing out grace. And we all need it. We all run low on it. What can, what can hinder this uh, grace? A legalistic mindset. Um... Uh, Keep, uh, it keeps us far from the ex experiencing God's grace because we don't think we need it. You know what a legalistic is, person is? A person that, that thinks that they are uh, ruled by the law. And it's up to them to keep the law, everything in the Bible... And if they don't, they're a terrible person. If they don't, they probably won't get to heaven. Uh, and they're trying to get there by, by legalistically, by being legal. Now, I like to be legal. I don't like to speed, and especially if there's police around, you know. Uh, I, I'm a good driver when I know somebody's watching, you know. Uh, but God's always watching. And... Uh, uh, but a legalistic person drives themselves by their legalistic attitude. They're trying to measure up to be a good enough Christian to get to heaven and to please God. You'll never do it. How do we please God? Walk one day in the grace of God. Allow God to give you the desire and the power, the ability to, to please Him and to obey Him and do it because it's Him that's working in you and through you by His grace. It's easy. Let God do it. Put God in the driver's seat. Amen? He's got a perfect driving record. And uh, you'll get to where you're going and your life will be a lot less hectic. Isn't life hectic? Have you ever had a hectic day lately? I mean, life just dishes out those hectic lives. Now, we can respond to that several ways. 
we can grumble and complain and get in a bad mood and and uh, think that everything's against us, or we can say, uh, God, I think I'm going to need a little bit more grace today. You got some to spare? Sure he does. He always does. And so we can get it without the legalistic attitude, feeling like that we've that we're going to get God's grace and God's favor by everything that we do. It's up to us. If I'm going to uh, have everything go good, if I have a good day, it's because I did right. Uh, I obeyed every bit of the scripture. Uh, I treated everybody nice. And I got all my brownie points. Amen? Uh, or we can say, God, if I'm going to do any of this, I'm going to need your grace today. Uh, I don't even want to. <laughs> you ever one of those days, you didn't even want to be nice to anybody. You didn't even want to talk to anybody because you didn't want them to find out how bad you were that day. Amen? How you were on the losing side instead of the winning side. We all have those days. Um, but how do we make up for that? We try to make up for by having this legalistic mindset. I've got to drive myself to make sure that I do everything just right. Because I need God in my corner. He's already in your corner. Amen. But I need God in my corner. And, and, and if I please God every way, and, and I'll get a lot of brownie points, and God will be for me, and, uh, and things would be a lot better. But it's up to me. Uh, I've got to dot all my I's and cross all my T's. And, and uh, uh, boy, isn't that a lot of weight on anybody? God doesn't, want us to, God doesn't want us to live by pushing ourselves and being down on ourselves and fussing at ourselves and criticizing ourselves. He wants us to say, take a little of my grace. Things will get better. Go home, take two of these pills of grace, and I guarantee you you'll have a better day. And things will go on. Why am I trying to get you saved today? I'm trying to get in your mind today. Grace is a medicine. You just got to take a little of God's grace goes a long ways. And uh, we can't get it because we're, we're pleasing God more. I, I don't have much God, God's grace because I'm not doing enough and, and I'm not good enough. And uh, I, I just, I don't think I'll ever have the grace. That's, God's grace is what enables you to obey the Lord better. If you obey the Lord out of your effort, you're going to fall flat on your face every time. And God's designed it that way. God designed us so we need Him. And we need His desire and His power to live the Christian life. Amen? Don't be thinking that you're weak because you need help from God. God made you and designed you so you would have to have Him. And He gets the glory for it that way. Uh, so, but we try to substitute this judgmental and critical spirit and attitude uh, and beat ourselves up all the time and everybody else that doesn't agree with us. Uh, some Christians have been hurt uh, by other people and uh, haven't uh, learned to uh, do as the Bible says. Matthew five twenty four. look at that with me. In the Bible, good. The Bible, what's it do? It doesn't beat us up. It, it helps us to understand how simple the Christian life is uh, by telling us what to do or what not to do, what works or what fails in our life. Matthew five forty four. But I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. You ever go through a day and you get a few cursings? 
What do you do? Curse them back? Use filthier words? Uh, let it ruin your day? You bless them. You be kind to them. Uh, do good to them that hate you. How do you treat a person that's just got it in for you? You buy them a gift. Buy them a gift certificate. Uh, you remember their birthday. Uh, you go out of your way to be kind and good. But I feel so fake. If you do it enough, it'll feel like it's natural. It'll feel like uh, that you, if you do it by God's grace, you can win anybody over. Amen? The hardest person, the most cruel person, the person you feel like uh, hates you the most, you can win them over by the grace of God. We need to look at uh, people as a challenge to share the grace of God. People give us an opportunity to see how much we need God's grace. Amen? Uh, but we, he says, but I say unto you, love your enemies. What's he talking about here? Love your enemies. How can I love my enemy? By the grace of God. Bless them that curse you. Oh, that's what, that's what you do. That's not what we do most of the time, is it? You ever want to find a Christian that's really struggling with the grace of God? Wait till somebody makes them mad. And the words come out freely that you, want to, that you wish you could put right back in your mouth. Do good to them that hate you. So if someone hates you, does that make it okay for you to hate them? They hated me first. I didn't do anything to them. They just hate me. So I guess I have a right to hate them. Pray and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. This is how we're supposed to relate to the negative that's always coming into our life. It comes into our life every day. What's it a challenge for? Is it trying our patience? No. It's trying our grace. It's seeing where our grace level is and, and how we're running on grace and how we're depending on God's grace. It's nothing about you as, uh, I'm not talking about spirituality. Spirituality is something we take great pride in. Grace is something we have no reason to be proud about because it's a gift from God. And God's grace is what makes us uh, what we ought to be and makes us respond the way we ought to respond and love the most unlovable and be kind to the most cruel uh, and do the strangest things. By the grace of God. We're just different people depending on we're, we're, we're walking in God's grace or not. Uh, so we can get judgmental and we can get a critical spirit. And we, have to feel like, we can feel like uh, I know what's wrong. I see wrong in myself. I see in others. I've got to fix it. I'm going to make another New Year's resolution. Re resolution. I'm going to uh, start over right here. Uh, I'm going to get an early start before Christmas and New Year's. Uh, by the way, I've already started over uh, dozens of times throughout the year too. But that's not what does it. It's the grace of God. It's saying, today I failed of the grace of God. I'm not going to beat myself up. It's not God's fault. It's not grace's fault. I just failed to realize how important uh, grace is. But if you have a judgmental, critical spirit, you only see what's wrong in others and not how to fix it. You know how others get fixed? By the grace of God. How do other people get more grace? Did you know you can pray for other people to have more grace? 
especially if they're Christians. Amen? Well, that Christian all just get right with God. Don't, don't, don't be too hard on them. They just need a little bit more grace. Amen? Maybe you can have a short prayer meeting with them. Maybe you can give them a verse of Scripture. That would be a blessing to them, an encouragement to them. All this gives them more grace. Instead of judging, instead of always criticizing, we, we do that. We look across the crowd and say, oh, that one's up, this and down, you know, and we say, good Christian, bad Christian. I don't do that. I'm a perfect Christian, but I'm talking about imperfect Christians do that. Uh, but it's easy to do that. It's easy to be judgmental. It's easy to be judgmental on, our, uh, on ourselves. And uh, when you see someone that's struggling, it's either a Christian that needs to grow in grace so they can help others uh, or become more gracious, or it's a carnal Christian who needs to experience more of the grace of God. It's not a good Christian, a bad Christian. It's a Christian that knows about the grace of God. That's why I'm preaching on grace. Not preached on enough. Not taught on enough. We need the grace of God. We need God to give us the desire and the power to do His will. And He's the only one that can do it. We can't conjure up grace. Uh, we can read our Bible. Uh, grace comes from reading your Bible. We can pray. We can do things to help. But ultimately, God's got to give us the grace that we need to make it through life. And uh, the more of God's grace you have in your life, the more gracious you are to others. That's what grace does. It makes us more gracious. It's harder for people to turn over our apple cart and upset our day I'm not saying it can't happen. We all have our limits, amen? But it's harder. Uh, where you'd see someone coming and you knew that that's going to get you upset. You can say, God, you need a little bit more grace. And uh, you can smile. They'll be negative. You can be positive. They'll criticize. You can praise. Uh, they'll discourage you, you can encourage if you do it by the grace of God. See how bad we need it? We're in a very negative world. We're in a very criticizing world. Christians aren't supposed to be critical. They're not supposed to look at everybody and say, well, they're, they're, they need some work here. They need some work here. Have you ever heard this? When you're pointing the finger, you got three more pointing back at yourself. That's so true. Amen. That's why the old song, it's me. It's me. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my father. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in the word of prayer. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, O oh Lord. You notice I'm quoting these words, not singing them. Uh, the reason for that. Hadn't got enough grace. So Christians have been hurt by other people and haven't learned uh, to do as the Bible says. The Bible simply says we're supposed to forgive. We're supposed to bless those that curse us and uh, do good to those that despitefully use us and, and work against us. You're not going to do that just naturally. Have you ever noticed how easy it is to strike back at others that are unkind? That doesn't take anything. That's a knee-jerk reaction, right? That's the flesh that we carry with us all the time. It's easy to do that. But it takes God in our life and the Holy Spirit giving us the grace of God to bite our tongue to return good for evil, blessing for cursing. 
You don't do that naturally. You don't even do it because you're a good Christian. You're, you do it because you're familiar with grace. That's what we all need to get more familiar with, the grace of God. Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I can't take any credit for it. I don't want any uh, plaques put up in my name. I don't want any, uh, any uh, statues put up in my name. I am what I am by the grace of God. Most Christians can't say that. And if it's true, they don't want to say it. Because we want all the credit. But it's true. Giving grace to others uh, is what helps you get more grace for yourself. I don't know of anything that gives you more grace to live for the Lord, to be victorious, than giving grace to other people. Amen? We teach others to have grace and mercy by how we treat them with grace and mercy. People learn by what they see in us and what it's doing for us. They, don't, they see we don't have a grumbling spirit because we're always giving blessing. We're always encouraged by the Word of God, by the preaching of God's Word, uh, by prayer uh, with the Lord. And people see that. And you're giving more grace to other people. And by giving more grace to other people, guess what? You're getting more grace. That's why it's important to live, really live an honest Christian life. Not a judgmental life, not a um, legalistic life. Oh, I've got to do this or I'm going to hell. No. You do it the only way you can do it by God's grace. By God giving you the desire and the power to do it. Well, I just don't want to do it. Well, don't do it. I just don't feel like reading my Bible every day. Don't do it. He said, here's a preacher telling me not to read my Bible or, or do it on, anyway. Make yourself do it. No, you can't do it. It's God that worketh in you. Both to will, to want to, and to desire to do His will. And that can come to any Christian. If you'll first get rid of We've been talking about a lot of positive things that will, will help us in the grace of God. But I wanted to get this out of the way. That that there's, we got to take care of the negative things that rob us from the grace of God. And uh, a lot of it's how we treat other people, how we gossip, how we criticize, how grumpy we allow ourselves to be. I've never seen a, a graceful Christian that was always grumpy. Amen? The more of God's grace you live by, the better life looks and the better life feels and the more positive you are. And always focus on things that you have no control over anyways and let it make you feel bad. And uh, you see good in everybody because everybody has a little bit of good. Amen? Changes your whole outlook if God gives you the desire and the power to do his will. Don't retaliate against evil with evil. Return uh, blessing for cursing. Patience for impatience. Love for hatred. Don't, don't let a hateful person turn you into a hateful person. Return love. Amen. You're the winner. Did you know that? When you do what you do by the grace of God, it's easy to do it, and you're the winner. And you always come out looking better. Uh, and on top side, have you ever gossiped and went away feeling good? 
Have you ever criticized and went away feeling proud that you really set the facts straight? No, you never do. Whatever you do, by God's grace, you have a right to feel good about it. Because it's not God, not you. It's God's grace working in you. It's not, this is not natural for the flesh. So we have to walk and live in the Spirit to realize uh, and to relate right ways with other people. If we don't walk in the Spirit, we can never have a continual flow of the grace of God. Because it's just not reading the Bible. It's not just our prayer time. It's walking in your life surrendered to the Holy Spirit. And that's the ones that the Spirit of God gets excited about giving more grace to. Because he knows you'll probably use it. You'll probably obey the grace of God. By the grace of God. And it'll change your life. And your life will be better. And uh, more of a blessing to yourself and everybody else. By the grace of God. It's not natural for the flesh. Nothing I've talked about tonight is comes naturally. Oh, I know there's people that have better personalities than others. Uh, they're the ones that usually get proud. And like to... Uh, have praise of men. But uh, anything you do for the Lord, for other people, that's a blessing to them, that comes from the Lord and from the grace of God. By the grace of God, you're able to do that. Have you ever said something nice, thought something nice about somebody, and before you got that thought out of your mind, something negative came up about that person? Oh, they're not always that way, you know. It's, it's the flesh. It's the easy way to live, or we can live by the Spirit of God and let God give us the power to walk by and live by His grace. Him giving us the desires and the powers. Get in the habit of giving the opposite. Give love for hatred. Give sweetness for bitterness. Give uh, grace for unkindness. Give patience for hastiness. We see people with all these negatives. Give them a little bit of the positive. Maybe they forgot what it looked like. Maybe they forgot what it felt like. What do we do instead? We find somebody that's pushy in hatred and wants to get to the first of the line. We step back and say, would you like to go first? You must be in a hurry. There must be some emergency. And I understand that. Be kind. Don't be judgmental. We won't do any of this without the grace of God. The more God's grace works in our life, the more our whole personality and our makeup will change. Dynamically, It's not going to happen overnight. But every one of us need the grace of God to make a difference in our life. You can't even get proud about the grace of God. That that's, wipes each other out, doesn't it? It's like, it's like saying, I thank God I'm so humble. Amen. You, the grace of God is not any, it's grace because you don't deserve it. Amen? You need God's help, but you don't deserve it. You're not worthy of it. You're a scoundrel. Amen? And whatever names I could call you, and me, we are what we are. If there's any good that ever comes out of us between here and heaven, it's the grace of God that does it. Don't get big-headed. Don't get proud. God resisted the proud but giveth grace to the humble. Let's bow our heads, please. Father, I thank you that you gave us such a wonderful thing called your grace. We cannot afford
to try to live one day without it. We can't, it, uh, without your grace, we'll mess up all of our friendships. Friendships of lifetime can decay without the grace of God. Without your grace, we can't even begin to approach you, to want to approach you. To, we can't even begin to read our Bible and get anything out of it. Uh, we can't even begin to have any positivity about our life in such a negative world we live in without your grace. But Lord, you knew all, all this would be this way. And it's getting worse. And we just need more grace. And it's available. And you don't look down on us because we need more grace today than we did yesterday. Or we need more grace than... Another person seems to need your grace. Lord, you don't look down on us, criticize us. That's the way it's supposed to be. We just need your grace. We need to know that we need your grace. And we need to welcome your grace in our life. We need to read your word and let your word give us more grace. We need to pray and we need to uh, uh, just beg you for more grace. We need the fellowship of other Christians so we can get more grace. We need to be in the house of God so uh, we can get more grace. We need a long time with you. Uh, we need to face every, every trial, every problem as an opportunity in, to invite more grace into our lives. I beg you, Lord, help us realize how much we need your grace. And how abundantly you want to give it to us. We pray in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming.